All right. Wow, this feels so uh, out of place. Way low. Yeah, sorry, dude. Way low budget. Um, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Jake Latterell. I do video editing, marketing for Edgehome Finance. Brady Holland, Slinging Houses, EXP Realty, Tyler Miller team. We got a very special guest, which sucks because we're in such a shitty location. We're in a hotel room. We're in a hotel room <laughs> in LA. Finally, uh, we made it here, but uh, probably one of our biggest guests we've ever had. Honestly, yeah. one of. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is, Mark, what's your last name? Morgan. Mark Morgan, the creator of the hit series, Board Game. <laughs> Look at the hat. Oh, yeah. Are you bored? Yeah, are you bored right now? <laughs> Considering that a bunch of hookers just came through. Here. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm we good. We don't talk about that. Oh, sorry, my yeah. fault. Yeah, so that's true. Sorry, Signed man, an you, NDA. you didn't hear that. Yeah. God damn it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark, thank you so much for. I, I guess we'll do the backstory. So um, I've been following board games for a while now, and I'm like, wow, these guys are amazing. Uh, shout out Kevin. He's kind of he's may you rest the, in peace. The, yeah, <laughs> the face of uh, board games. Of board games and Mark, you do all the editing, filming, behind the scenes, the brains. Um, but yeah, I've been following you guys on social media, and I'm like, these guys are awesome. So funny. Uh, I always you know like leave comments, follow whatever. And lo and behold, you guys had a contest. You know, I'm wearing the shirt right now. You buy. Buy some merch and you get a chance to. <laughs> yeah. To, you could be here. Yeah. You can be in this hotel room. To come out to LA and be on the show, and I somehow won, and it's uh, it's awesome. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm so glad you came out. Actually, here's what I remember. Uh, very, oh this is a very when you were a young son. Yeah. Um, what I remember very well was I got a message being like, "Man, this is awesome. How can I edit for you guys?" Oh, that's right. Very first comment. Yes. I have a pretty good memory of this stuff because if anybody ever messages anything on board games or leaves a comment, I'm the guy that you're actually talking to. Everyone thinks it's Kevin. He's yeah. quick to respond, too. I am ridiculous. In fact, so much so that my wife has threatened to leave me multiple times because <laughs> I'm constantly just on that, that you know, Damn quick priorities. Because you have to understand, when you're running a show and you're trying to get something up and you're doing your own branding and you're trying to really make something of it, People want to know that you're being listened to because you're right, one yeah. of the earliest yep. adopters. So I, I recognized that pretty early on, and I was like, well, of course I'm going to respond to you guys. And the fact that he wanted to be a part of it in some way other than just being a viewer, I was like, well, this guy's cool. I hope that one day we have a contest and you right. win. Uh, but no, it, it, it worked out. You're here. We did yeah, it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, It feels so surreal. I mean, coming out to L.A. is cool in general, but you know, I've been able to see a couple old buddies and then just be on board games the thing i watch every day yeah. like while i'm at work if i'm ever it it feels like a dream kind of it's um, like the new wheel it's of like a fever dream it's, yeah, yeah fever yeah it's crazy so um this yeah, whole trip honestly has been a fever dream to you, yeah right? it's, Let's quick be and, uh, <laughs> it's been cool though um should you just start like with your origin story so I, I, every time i hear that i feel like i'm in a marvel movie yeah yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. how we started on a different planet. Your villain origin story. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't know how you got to L.A. or yeah, maybe you, even... you grew up in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Midwest. So, yeah, um, I did grow up in Chicago. Um, I really fell in love with film and stuff like that, mostly in high school. I, I did stuff like that, you know, even younger. Um, but high school really is when it happened. Mm. I went to the University of Illinois uh, in Champaign downstate, um, which was awesome for two years. And um, I did mostly... Gen Ed's like I wanted 
I knew pretty early on I wanted to go into film out of respect for my family, honestly. I just didn't want them to feel like they were throwing all their money away to some right. guy going to film school. Sure. So I did yeah. it for two years, and I, it, it was just the itch. I was like, I, I got to do this. Um, and so I went to a guidance counselor. I was like, look, when am I going to be able to pick up a camera here? And they're like, you, you won't. Like, they, we don't have that. And I was just doing so many film theory classes amongst other stuff. And I was just like, this isn't, you know, this, this, isn't, isn't, it. this isn't it. So I called my dad right out of that meeting. And he's like, let's let's go drive to LA. Oh. That's what he said. Oh wow! So we we a couple of weeks later, seriously, it was right not too far before uh, winter break. We drove out to LA. Uh, I checked out schools here. Realized how much money it is. Yeah. As, as you probably as yeah, you've yeah, been yeah. here, you see how expensive things are. Uh, in and out itself has cost us like half of our. Uh, you know, yeah. Thank you guys. By yeah. the way. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk it's about delicious. That later. But we. Um, but yeah. So so I I went back to Chicago. There's a great film school called Columbia College. Okay. And so it's uh, considered the number. It's the biggest film school in the world. In terms really? of people, in terms of uh, yeah, in terms of facilities too. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So I went there, got um, a general film and video degree, but I, I did a lot of editing, and that actually helped me kind of get gigs because you know you could say you want to direct and produce, and you can. Um, but really, if you can do it yourself, which I know that that's something you do, yeah. you you're you are now an asset to somebody. So yep. you can you know say like, oh, well, you can shoot, but you can edit too. Cool. So uh, I started working in Chicago. I don't know how much detail of this shit. you No, that's fine. Yeah, you're um, good. Yeah, I saw you fall asleep. It's okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, Brady's out. But uh, so yeah, I, I started uh, interning in Chicago, mostly commercial post houses, and then um, I started uh, doing. I worked for a company called Brella Productions, and then what is I, it called? Brella, B R E L L A. Okay, they did everything from a lot of corporate, but they did some commercials and stuff like that. And I was mostly editing. They gave me freedom to do other stuff too, which was kind of cool. But I knew that I was going to have to do if I wanted to do something big, I got to leave. My wife knew that too, so I got married, and then a year later we moved out to L A. and I. Wow. Um, my the first month I moved out here by myself, got an apartment for us just so we can kind of like settle in, and uh, I just started all over again. How I, long ago was this? Twenty twelve. Okay, so, so a little over 11. ten years ago. No, well, I think twenty. I moved out twenty eleven. So yeah, I got married in 2010, 2011. Wow, um, wow. So so it was September. It was Labor Day, and what's crazy is, and you think about, I mean, every everybody who moves out here remembers how they first moved out and what yeah. it really took. I didn't know anybody. I didn't. I have one uh, slightly distant second cousin um, who I really never met, and that was it. And so when I moved down here, I just made phone calls. I was just like, do you need an intern? I was 26. I had to kind of suck in the pride because I had already kind of done stuff. Kind but of not, starting not, over, it yeah. feels like. And I was like, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. So I started a couple internships. Um, I think I briefly mentioned this to you, but one of them did not treat me very well, did not treat any of their interns very well, and then one of them was really good. And that one um, led me actually to the person who ran the internship program said, hey, you can do stuff. Uh, I have a, f- my, she, it was like her brother-in-law had a small record label mm. called Adamant Records, I believe. And that guy had a band out of Minneapolis called mm. Sick of Sarah. Ah, it's an that's all-girl right. band. And they, they were, uh, they were, many of them were in the LGBTQ community and is before... This is actually before like gay marriage was even a thing and all yeah. that stuff. So so it was like they very much had a very tight knit community, and um, but and they were pretty well known in that community, which is you know it was it was, it was I didn't know of them until this moment. Can I, and, can I ask you real quick? Uh, no, you, yeah, you said <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. You said uh, the 
place you worked at was terrible. You didn't like it. And then the next place you worked at was, I was awesome. Doing, I was doing two internships at the same time. Oh. oh what was so shit. good about one compared to the other? Like, what was the big... Freedom to do what I can do. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like creativity? So, so, yeah, so, creativity? Yeah, so like nice. the one that didn't treat me well was mostly run errands. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like, you know, every intern should expect... I don't actually. I don't know what internship. Now I bet you they're all paid and they're yeah, luxurious. Yeah, change. But, but back when I was doing back, grunt, back in the olden days, forty four. Um, yeah, no, it was um, it was different. It was like they would. So the one that I didn't like very much, I was out there ninety five percent of the time getting like aspirin for people. Yeah, or getting lunch and coffee orders and whatever. And then the time that I wasn't, I was either answering phones, which they were very weird sticklers about, which I. I I was like, I'm just answering your phone. I, I mean, I did it. I did it properly. Hello, this. Hello, my name's Mark. This is, you know, you've reached this. How can I help you? But it was, it was very. Anyway, it it's was like your talents a, weren't being utilized. No, I, well, it was. I wasn't even learning anything. Mm. And then there was there. Then there was script coverage, which, in a way, is is cool if you've never done LA uh, script reading of any kind. Uh, I did it for a couple different places, so that was kind of a. A good place to to do things when I wasn't running around, but I would get through like ten pages of reading, and then I'd have to go off on another run. Mm-hmm. It was pretty dumb. But skip for anybody who doesn't know what skip, script coverage is. What you're doing is you're reading script, and then you essentially are making like almost like a mini essay synopsis of what it is that they're this the script is, and then you usually give it some sort of grade or some sort oh, of a, your, your own take. Um, and I really enjoy that because you get to see scripts and, and understand what is actually fly- if you're actually at a somewhat reputable like of movies production company yeah oh, like the and arcs then, like, of you, the story and and sometimes you'll hear people be like oh I was a script reader for that script that eventually got made but it's amazing how many scripts cool. don't get made yeah yeah oh, I'm sure and then, by the way I might have read a script and I'm like this is garbage and that it's it's weird triple A movie that, but that movie. Maybe never sees the light of day because I gave one bad review, um, and the people, the, you know, the production people, might have been like, you know what, Mark the Dream Killer. Man, yeah. Why would I waste my time? I have ten more scripts that are so yeah. good. Uh, it could go both ways. I don't know. Did you ever like any like cool movies that you were like, yeah, this is? There was one movie, piece of cake, like Top That's Gun Maverick. That's funny. Uh, yeah, definitely didn't see that one. Just bought that one off of a dollar trailer <laughs> show. No, um, there was one movie I actually, I, I don't I forgot the title of it actually, but it was, it was actually about guys who do graffiti. But it was like, me personally, I know I'm like an old guy, old soul. I think graffiti's, even if when it's pretty, if they, if it's doing something to deface property, I'm, yeah. off, I'm against it. But it was a kind of an interesting story about these guys who like their aspiration was to hit, like to get, a cool, a cool a spot. spot. Yeah, and that was like, and it was like a huge risk, and that was like the whole story. I thought that was it was kind of cool for me to hear about that. Like I never saw a movie like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of watching a movie that I've never seen before. And what's sad about I can go on for, I'll tell you stuff about I started a TikTok on my own before board games. So I'll tell you about that in a second. But I, I have I can get on a soapbox and tell you how much I hate movies nowadays. Movies are crap there are only a few and yes. even even the ones that are really good if you put them in like the 90s or late 80s you'd be like just another movie i have a whole lineup of questions now that you just unlocked Dude, okay we should have Devin. Devin on this. Yes. <laughs> okay so three all right best decade of movies what's that uh, for me i mean i grew up in the 90s it was the 90s 90s okay yeah. and then also like top five of your favorite movies 
Back right. to the Future. No. Jaws. That's a good movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, Forrest Gump's my number one. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Shawshank is somewhere up there. It's a good movie. Um, Pulp Fiction's up there. Another Gladiator's up there. I don't think it's at least in the top ten. Right, right. Um, like Fight Club? Fight Club, I really like Fight Club. Yeah. American Beauty was on there for a long time. Is that with... Uh, it's Kevin Spacey. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know where that sits now, but there's like... You know, and then there's like, and by the way, that's like more in the drama. I like, what about Bob? Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, oh that's a great uh, movie. Uh, same with Groundhog Day. I was a big Bill Murray yeah. fan. I mean, Ghostbusters. I grew up watching. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Sandlot's up there for oh, me. Oh, um, I mean, these are all things that so that meant so much to me growing up, and it's probably one of the reasons that I ended up here. Like, I love that kind yeah. of storytelling where it actually, what I've described to people in the movies that I have written and want to make. I want movies to become what the 90s represented, which was kids can watch this thing. And it may be a little edgy for kids, but and as an adult, you're kind of like laughing along too, but like a kid can, you know, you, you both can watch it at the same time and both get something out of it. Yeah. Mm. I miss that. Yeah. And I can watch The Sandlot now. And Pixar? I, can look at, I don't know. Pix- oh, by the way, animation? That is the number one thing that has not gotten worse. That has... Been amazing. Yeah, they've been crushed. Inside and, and out, like inside, inside out. out. That's um, like a, a soul was like made was, me cry. Uh, what was the one? Um, I never saw that I'm, one. I'm blank, what's what's the one? Um, the kid for Day of the Dead. What's it? Uh, Coco. Coco. That's Love a great Coco. movie. Love Coco. I mean, again, it's just migration. The, but there's there's, <laughs> yeah. there's so much thought that's put into those movies. Where yeah, as an adult, you can get something out of it. A kid gets some out of it. And um, like one of my favorite movies, especially holiday time. Have you ever seen the movie called The Family Man? I no. have not. No. This is who's we, in it. We have homework, guys, <laughs> uh, and it's not an elf movie. It's uh, well, Nic- I don't want to Ni- see it. Then. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scrap it. Nicholas Cage plays uh, a, a very very wealthy man who um, he at the beginning of the movie they show him and Tia Leone, and uh, they are at the airport, and he says, "I gotta go do this internship," and she says, "Don't go if you leave." I have a feeling this is not going to work out between us. And he's like, no, I got to go. Sounds like a Hallmark movie, kind of. It, it, remi- it But it is so much better. Yeah. Hmm. I cannot stand Hallmark movies, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least most of them, anyway. But anyway, but yes, watch that movie, The Family hmm. Man. It's okay. a really good holiday movie, but it's also just like a, it's just a feel good. When did it come out? 98, maybe? Okay, all right. Um, Maybe nine, nine, two thousand. Yeah. So, like so long story short is if you like the Sandlot, you like Ghostbusters. Someday you could be on the Pod Gods, is what you're saying. That's that, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to bring it all together, and you have to go into a weird hotel room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those I are mean, the only yeah, two things you have it. to do. Yeah. Uh, you just got to start renting out hotel rooms in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to do this more. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> That's just our um, thing. You can get you, sponsorship. So you, you were talking about how you did. Uh, was it script coverage? Script. Yeah. Um, so you've seen a lot of scripts. Do you feel like these days everything's kind of the same? Like a hodge, like the same story arc. Everything I, is like a copy like, of a copy of I a copy. Think, I, well, I think what it is, we're talking about the high level. I'm not talking about independent yes, film. I'm talking indie. about like I'm talking about Hollywood movies. Um, and it's crazy. We're here, but I whenever I watched the Oscars, I couldn't feel, feel further away. Yeah. When I used to watch the Oscars, I used to be like. Man, that that could be me. That could be my friends. That could mm. be like whatever. And as I watch now, it's like I I, I can't relate because um, it's money. It's all money, and it, I mean it always kind of was, but it, it's different. Like, have you ever seen a great? It's a great series on Netflix called uh, The Movies That Made Us. 
No. Someone's yeah. got homework, boys. <laughs> the movies that made us. Outer Banks. Watch the movies the that office. made us. No. I'm just it's on, do you have Netflix? I do. Okay. Go to his house. <laughs> yeah. Slumber the party. movies that made us. It's just a series of, they do behind the scenes of how these movies got made. And some of your most iconic from Halloween to, to Robocop. It's just like interesting stuff. But what's cool about it, you really understand what it took. Like the Ghostbusters, the greatest thing. They said uh, it was something really simple. They, the um, Ivan Reitman and it was Ivan Reitman and um, Yeah, I think it was I think it was Ivan who was the main guy who who made this happen, but he had a good relationship with one of the execs. Okay. And they made Stripes together, which was an R movie oh, with, yeah. uh, with, wow. uh, with uh, Bill Murray yeah. and uh, Harold Ramis. So anyway, he goes up and he's like, uh, I want to do this movie with Dan Aykroyd, who's from SNL. And uh, it's about ghosts, which Dan Aykroyd's family actually worked in some sort of like ghost-related business. I, it, what? Yes. That sounds like a Dan Aykroyd thing it's, for some it's reason. Crazy, it's a crazy story. But anyway... Out. They go up to the they, they go up to the executive. They hand him the script. He holds it up, and they're like, "How much do you want to make this for?" And he said the and Her, uh, Ivan Reitman or Harold Ramis said the number. He's like, "Okay, that was it." What was the budget? Do you know? It, it was it was it was I forget like 30, 20, 25 million. I can't remember. Yeah, but it, like it was just one of those things where you have the relationship. They shook the thing. And that was it. Home Alone could never have been made today. And I think about that all the time because that movie... Such a good was movie. Such, it's one of my favorite. And the thing is, if you really think about, oh, it's about this kid who, you know, does all this, uh, makes all these booby traps and captures these bad guys. Unless you have a name, unless it's a sequel, or whatever, like, that movie would never be made. And, the, and at the time... They didn't have... Imagine have, like, happen that now. Like, people have cell phones. They just text their... Like, hey, mom, I'm still at home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. true. That's true. But, I mean, it's yeah, still the, the, the idea... Yeah, that's true, though. But it is the idea that, like, you, you make a small movie and you make it something big. I feel like nowadays, if you're going to make... If they make small movies, they make them intentionally, like, shitty small. And I can't... What do you mean by that? I mean, like... Um, trying to think of a movie that i recently saw like okay i'll give you an example that it was actually a good movie but it wasn't a great movie and yet it won best picture was moonlight remember moonlight i never mm. saw it i do remember okay it moonlight was a good though. good characters it was it had some meaning behind it obviously it won best picture but it was just it was just a like i'm surprised that that movie won best picture you cannot compare that to Schindler's List, like right. it, they're just not in the same ballpark, and I, I, I just can't. Don't you think there's some like favoritism and behind the scenes money being handed off? And there was, I mean, there are stories of it. Um, I think it's more. I think it's just it's what's hot a mm. lot of times, but yeah. it's not even that though. I really think that we just don't have choices, good ones. Mm. One of my most hated movies of the last decade or so was The Shape of Water. And some people love that movie. I hate Is that it. about the? It's like a it's a it's a monster. It's a oh, monster okay, that uh, that makes love to a woman in this in the in the movie. I couldn't I couldn't I, I couldn't even get behind it. It was so bad. That sounds so wild. Was it animated? No, no it what? was it was it was it was live action. It was um... the shape of water. <laughs> you heard of it? Nope. No. Wow, no one best picture guys. Yeah, I, well, that's, that's, that's kind of like, like that's your point. Yeah, it's <laughs> like that's what I'm the, the stuff that's up for nominations. Like, it's like this year though. If Oppenheimer doesn't win, I'll be shocked. Yeah, was I a, never saw it. Great movie. It, was I, it? I, Did I, you see it? I, mm -hmm. I really liked it. Um, it 
I mean, Christopher Nolan, besides making very long movies, he yeah. he, he does not make them, and uh, that was a good movie. He did Interstellar, right? Yes, I thought and, that movie and that was, was really insane. good too. Yeah. What's uh, so we asked this? We had another kind of director on. We asked this kind of similar question: like, when you're watching movies, are you watching it like from a director's point of view, mm. or are you watching it from like? Me and Jake, some two bums watching a movie, you know what I mean? Hold on. No, no. Okay. No, give Jake a little I'm credit. A bum. <laughs> You're a hobo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, got, he's got a cool hat. I'm in a shelter. You yeah, don't have a cool hat. hat today. Let me think. Um, Shout out board games. I would say I usually watch it as as just a regular viewer. You're supposed to. Right. If you're just a viewer, you're just supposed to be immersed and enjoy it. But um, once in a while, I'll notice something really cool. And I'll be like, oh, oh, how do they do it? Or, or, or like, oh, oh I had to try that, that or something. There was a genius thought. Like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm trying to think like of something. Like Jaws, or like even Star Wars. Like some of the scenes from Star Wars are like, geez, a highlight. If back you watch the Star day. Wars now, there's yeah. some really amazing. Like they did, they did stop motion. They did a lot of cool things. I was like, that was pretty remarkable for back then. For like the 60s or whatever, like 70s. 70s. Yeah, yeah. But it was very much. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Well, not the sorry, picture frame. Sorry. That's how board games are treated around here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Get in a hotel room, knock down the yeah. picture. Sorry, Kevin. May you rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I, I would just say that, uh, that that like, I if you watch Oppenheimer, you'll see they do amazing. There's just one scene in particular. I don't want to spo- give spoilers, but basically there's a scene where it seems like, I mean, you know the story of World War II. I heard II, there's, a there's a bomb. There's a bomb, there's a bomb. <laughs> but after this no bomb spoilers. is dropped and, and there are a bunch of people who are, he has like a press conference and um, everybody's like super happy and elated, but all he could see is just, and all he can see and hear is the destruction that he mm. made. And you'll see visually how they do it. it was, I thought that was like a very cool way of interpreting I've it. seen like the sneak peeks on like social media where it's just a pause of silence or something when it goes out something and it was just like oof that's another thing so Nolan's really good about making sure I mean very similar to Kubrick if you ever watched uh, 2001 Space yeah. Odyssey so so I think in the same vein that is something that Christopher Nolan does really well is that he actually knows and remembers and did homework on the science behind what really happens because when the bomb was dropped, you couldn't hear it or feel it or anything. You saw, but you couldn't um, you couldn't experience because it was so far away. Mm-hmm. They there was a delay. It was I mean in, in real life. So he did a really good job of training that. There's a lot of cool things. I always wanted to know how the atom bomb was tested. I was always curious about that. I was like, how do you test something that's going to destroy a bunch of people? And underwater, and right? Uh, no, this one was not. This was in the middle of uh, New Mexico, I believe. Oh wow! So it was just like a bomb drops and with radioactivity right and like i always thought about like how do you can you not like walk there anymore Kinda i still like, think no, that well it's like yeah. even like what what's the thing in russia like yeah oh, you're, oh, uh, chernobyl. chernobyl yeah you ever see that series i did uh, yeah. I, i've heard like it was good one of the best series i've seen in a long time yeah really good sorry it's sad but that's yeah um kind of off topic but similar vein video games video games guy at all when I, grew, like when I grew up, and... when I grew up, I loved video games. What I, was I, I? I owned a Super Nintendo since I, you know, when I was six or yep. seven. We went to Super Nintendo World yesterday. Oh, did you? Did. Mario did you? Land. That's cool. <laughs> I, that's and that's the only thing I'll let my kids play once a week or whatever it is because like um, the old school Super Nintendo, old, old school. I, Side I still have it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just. It's great. I just never got into the later stuff, even though, again, graphics are amazing now. Oh, yeah. And um, I mean, there's so much out there that's uh, remarkable. But and, and by the way, I've always thought, like, maybe that could be something I can get into. But 
Um, they're coming. Yeah, um, they found us. <laughs> they know we kill them. They know yeah. We kill them. <laughs> Yeah. No, so I was just saying that uh, you know video games are awesome. And I think the people who want to get into it, it's very much like saying I'm going to get into AI. It's just a new platform of storytelling, which I think is amazing. Um, I'm a little old school. I still think that uh, filmmaking in its core is a director and people and acting. Mm-hmm. I, I, and obviously there is voice acting and body acting in video games and stuff like that too. But um, there's just something about telling a story that me personally i can relate to like when they started bringing out all this stuff for for meta with facebook oh, yeah i was like and you know i i, I can't i i've it's like it's just another thing like yeah. i already have all this stuff on my plate i can't do another thing like when they come out with like tiktok even when tiktok came out i'm like i can't even sign up for it it's just another thing i have to like now compartmentalize and think about now it's like i can't i don't know this is a good segue if you want me to take it do it on this so jump so I thought when TikTok came out, mm. I was like, I was doing YouTube like spoof music videos yep. and whatever else. When TikTok came out, I was like, this is for young kids. This was this was this like TikTok or Musically? No, oh, well, I did Musically for a hot minute, but I, just to test it. Yeah, really didn't get too into it. But at that exact same time, when Musically did come out, which was. 2016? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I know that it was Because Vine, Vine disappeared. Oh, yeah. I never got into Vine. I wish I did. That, Vine was funny. TikTok. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but so, so backstory to why I'm even here today. Kevin and I used to work together when I moved out here uh, after doing my internships. I worked at a place called Playboy. Ever heard uh, of that? Hey, 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 Future sponsor? <laughs> I think they're pretty much We know you're fun. watching. But yeah, so. Dude. Sorry. Birth control. Birth control. Fuck. All right. Playboy. I don't know if he's being serious about the birth control. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was saying, uh, all right. Um, <laughs> 2023. Kevin and, I, Kevin and I met in in 2012-ish. I was working at Playboy, working on a completely different show than he was. He was a radio show host. Um, and he was... I, I did not know anything about him. Um, one day, somebody asked me to edit... Of they just started making his radio show on Sirius XM. It was for Playboy Radio uh, into a television broadcast mm. as well. It was a simulcast, radio and TV at the same time. And somebody handed me a clip. And they're like, hey, I was just editing at that point um, because that's, that's how I got in there. They were like, hey, can you just edit this thing? They asked me to watch, edit this clip. And I remember I looked at Kevin. I was laughing. And I looked at like the producer of this show, of the show that they were doing at the time. I was like, this guy's really good who is he and and the producer goes he knows he's good <laughs> that's what he said about Kevin. just the quick wit and his just he timing just, I and just, knew, just on. look i've been around a lot of actors i've been around a lot of hosts so even before Hollywood, i just met people and i was just like you know mm. you, you could tell this guy was so quick and i remember thinking this guy he's got something yeah and then um i'm not trying to toot the horn i just i just knew that if i could like work with this guy Maybe I can help this guy out even because the one thing that Kevin, you know, he'll self admit, he'll he'll tell you is like he he's great exactly what he does. He's a host, mm-hmm. but but uh, to bring it to the next level, making something for TV or whatever, he needed help in the production side of it. So he he picks on me like an older brother all the time, but in, in the honest, like, we work very well together. So what ended up happening was that show started going and he came up to me one time and he saw that I was like helping out. All of a sudden I started getting recruited to make motion graphic intros for the, whatever game they were playing on that show. 
and so he enjoyed that. And he's like, you know, you know how to do production stuff. I was like, yeah. He's like, I got this sh- TV show idea. It's about commercials. Can you like, can we do like a sizzle? I was like, we could do a whole episode. We can do whatever you want. So one day we just went inside the Playboy radio offices. We dialed it up. We shot a whole pilot. I edited the thing, and then he took that out with his manager to try to get sold. It never did. Dorky get sold. question, real quick. Sorry. How long did it take you to edit an episode? Well, it was a really long thing. It took, that is, it took, that it is it pretty took, dark. It took, yeah, it was pretty. It was, it was I, just, I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know any other. But at the time, look, it was all green screen. Okay. It was all green screen, and sh- it was. You ever seen Talk Soup? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Or, or, yeah. or, 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 that, or any like of those a, clip shows? Yep. Tosh.0. Tosh.0. It was very similar, built like that. Got it. Lots okay. of clips, lots of green screen, lots of bits. So I was editing all that. Probably took a couple weeks to like finalize it to where we wanted to. I mean, like. I'm not talking about like nonstop because I was working. right. Of course, I was working, but you know, working evenings and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe a couple of weeks until it was like where it needed to be, um, and it turned out to be like an eight-minute sizzle, yeah, or episode, whatever it was. But anyway, it proved that like me and Kevin working together was actually a really positive thing. So flash forward a little bit. So so I'm now now Kevin kind of had a little trust me, which is cool, and I, he started bringing me into the meetings of that show, and then I started pitching ideas in the meetings of just like, well, why don't you just do this? I think Kevin was very happy that somebody was coming up with ideas other than him because he's he's the creative force behind anything that Kevin does. He is the creative force. Yeah. But I was like, well, we could do this. We could do this funny better. We can move the camera differently, whatever the case is. So I started becoming a segment producer. I started writing for them uh, and giving bits and ideas. And then there were a bunch of producers that were, it was like a literally a revolving door. Um, and then Kevin, asked my our, our, our supervisor um steve who's a very goofy guy he was like steve you should make mark the producer and then I, at the time i think i was the youngest producer of playboy television so i got the gig i don't know 26 27 i don't know what i was but it was young and um i took on the show and it'd be, it was like their number one show which was awesome i was very proud of it it was extremely stressful it was yeah. li- it was live it was, oh, a, it was a lot. It was live, yeah. and that's why you know Kevin. Kevin, when we met these guys, uh, Kevin. Kevin used to bring me into the studio to just rip on me, like because what happened is we okay. Just a segment. Let me just tell you. So here's the deal: we'd have models. A lot of times they didn't have clothing or missing clothing or partially clothed. Playboy. But then we had. But then we had celebrities almost every day: comedians, actors, everybody. And so I'm back talking to Snoop, getting him ready to come on the show. I got models, and people used to be like, oh my God, your wife's let you... I'd be like, this is how it went. Yeah, uh, Mary, you're going to be standing there. Uh, Dorothy Ann, you're going to be standing there. Oh, Snoop comes in, you're going to do this, and then you're going to play this game with him. It was just... It was business. So flirty. It was, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then we had sex. But yeah, yeah. before that, though... Uh, yeah, so, so you know, that's how it was. Um, and it was just... It, Kevin and I got good rapport during that time. And the one thing I always told Kevin, this is the truth, I, till, till this day, I always felt this way. I said, Kevin, I want it to be like, you ever seen Good Will Hunting? Please Oh, yeah. It's all yeah. my favorite movies. I said, Kevin, one day I want to come to this office and I want you to be gone and not another good family. Uh, I want you to go yeah. and do bigger things. Because the one thing that was tough about Playboy, and this, I, I, the big producers, the head of production used to ask me all the time, what, what do you want from this show? Like, what do you want it to do? I was like, I don't want it to be on Playboy TV. I want this to be on billboards. We can go to bikinis and this can be on MTV. Mm. You should license this out right now. And I was like, this should be way bigger because the show was awesome. It was like a real, like I look back at it in retrospect, 
it was <laughs> it's embarrassing sometimes because like Playboy has different things people different people's reputation, minds, especially when it was like while the company was still very big, right? Yeah. And so it was polarizing, but it was a great show, and Kevin was great, and uh, I thought you know as a team, my whole team was amazing. Um, but what ended up happening was it was like they didn't, you know. No one took care of it. They didn't grow with the times. No, they just didn't grow. Our budget was like board games. Like the whole idea was yeah. that we had no budget. And you would think Playboy, oh my God. They've put a little bit of money into the studio, but like we paid models nothing. I mean, they had some, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't what it should be for right. a, a big name, big branded show. So anyway, Kevin and I uh, worked together until about 2015. He got a gig in San Francisco, became a radio show host there, mainstream radio. Um, I was really proud of him. I it was tough on me because I was still with the morning show at Playboy, and we ended up getting different hosts. We ended up with a guy that uh, named Dan Cummins. I don't know if you ever heard of him. I've heard of that name. He's a comedian. Okay. Um, um, but the show went for to the point where I just got tired and I left. I started doing entrepreneurial stuff on my own. Kevin and I still talked over the years. And we, whenever he was in town, we still talked about doing shows together. Because what we, our motto was always like, we have to keep going and do stuff together. And we would always, um, we would just do pitches for production companies. And this happened all the time. This is, I'm bringing this full you're circle. You're good? No, you're fine. Stop yelling at me. So what happened <laughs> Hurry the fuck up. Yeah. Jesus fuck, Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> just tell yeah, us if you're a Playboy fuck. Mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was there a couple times. Uh, <laughs> With the monkeys? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I did see the monkeys, yes. Um, but yeah, so, so what ended up happening was, uh, fast forward to Kevin is still doing radio where he's doing, and, uh, and then eventually he tried his, you know, he really wanted to move back to LA. And so he did, and... But before that, we're talking 2016, 2017, when Musical.ly, as we were talking about, I just called him one day and I was like, look, I have this idea. It sounds kind of weird, but like people are bored out of their mind, man. Yeah. Everyone's on, the, on their phone. You go to any, any corner of any street, people are just on their phone. People want something to do. I was like, what if we just do a thing called board games? Just B-R-E-D. We do a man on the street style because that's Kevin's like, oh, yeah. he's perfect for it. And I was like, we'll just cheer people's board and give them prizes pretty simple and I, and we were talking for I, I got literally 2016 2017 got all the domains board game show across the board made a fake logo or not I mean it was just really simple stuff and I we sat on it and the reason we sat on it because you know we were talking about should we do a sizzle whatever TV show what are we gonna do problem is we never n neither one of us as much as we've met people over the years where we never had enough pull to get a TV show going sure and that is by the way the the hardest part about being out here is like you're always kind of hoping somebody's like takes enough interest in you they want to help you yeah and it's it's not like that you just have to kind of do that's it like that's the only thing i've ever learned you have to just do it and then hopefully like what you guys are doing right now we're right now in a hotel room if you guys really want this and you're like we're just gonna keep doing it because we like doing it and you're not doing it for any other reason other than like we we believe in this Maybe something happens. Maybe it doesn't, but at least yeah. you did it. Yeah. So what ended up happening was is uh, years <coughs> passed by, and and I was uh, I made a I wrote a movie that I still am desperate to do. It's a summer camp movie called Legends of Summer. I really want to make this movie. It's a it's it's exactly the way I described before. It's a drama, but it's also got comedy in it. It's it's not your average summer camp movie, and I really want something like that to exist in the world. So I'm making this. In 2020 and during the pandemic, I, I had this idea in variations um, over the years. I finally finished it. I pitched it for a couple years, 
and I'm still in the way of pitching. But I got to a point where I was like, well, no one's biting, no mm-hmm. production, nothing's happening. So I called Kevin up. I'm like, look, I we gotta I gotta dig my teeth into something. What do we just why don't we just do finally do board games? He's like, Great, let's do it. Like there wasn't even a question. He's like, Yeah, right, let's go. Because Kevin's whole thing has always been like he'll dedicate his time to it. He always told me, which I've always been very grateful for. Don't tell him this. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's just like if if it's something to do, something that I'm passionate about, I say let's go, he'll do it. And he's pretty cool about that. He's like, yeah, you know, he, he believes in what I do editing wise, directing, producing, even though he gives me a lot of shit. I think overall, like we have a good, it's yeah, we, we have a good relationship. Really cool. in that regard. It's cool to see like when we were out there on the street, you can tell Kevin is kind of like the, um, he's a creative force. Yeah, yeah. But also when you would give, Hey, stand over there. Okay. You got it. Like he's not, he's not questioning anything you say. Yeah. No, no, no. He, he, well, sometimes, sometimes he should, I guess, but it's just, it's, it's literally like an actor director situation yeah. where it's like, look, I know what he, I know who, what he does. I don't even, you know, sometimes we write some games down ahead of time. A lot of times it's just like, all right, Kev, you're just going to do what you do. And if I see an opportunity that I need something, I'll tell you like, Hey, make sure that person does. like, you'll see an episode coming up of a guy who sings songs is like, Ozempic. Um, what? Ozempic. Ozempic, yeah. So, so, so it was just like we saw an opportunity to like get this guy going. Kevin was trying to do it. The guy yeah. wasn't doing it. So it's like everyone's, you know, I, I saw we, we have a good rapport in that way is that we, we know what we both want, which is good content. Want to make as, as good content as possible. So anyway, yeah. So do you, so as an editor, you know, when I first started out and I was doing YouTube, I loved editing because it was like the art and I could evoke emotion in people that were watching it and that it was so fun but as i've grown into it and it's like a job and i'm editing for other people it's kind of just become like this thing of yes it's still fun but also i'm just trying to push out everybody's content and just be as efficient as possible while making money um have you kind of dealt with that like the beginning it was kind of like the honeymoon stage (laughs) and then after a while you're kind of like Oh God! Here we go again. It's, it's yeah. a job now, and yeah, you know what I mean. No, one thousand percent. Of course. Well, that's with anything creative, right? Right. You got to get paid. You got. Yeah. If, if and you have a kid, I've got kids. You got to. You got to make money. Yeah. So there's a part of me that knows that, like, look, I could do a lot of jobs, and I've done different jobs before filming, and not many, but like, you know, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. Right. So it's kind of like, well, yeah. On a bad, boring day, I tell my wife this. You know, I'm, I'm work. Some client comes in, I do something for them. I'm like, I'm bored out of my goddamn mind right now. Yep. But it's like, I just, you just do it. You and and if, money, you get, right? if you're if you're fast, I don't know how fast you are, but if you're fast, it helps because then you're just like, okay, we did it, we did it. But again, when I say fast, I don't mean bad. I mean like efficient, efficient. Because the thing is, I you if you do it long enough, you get pretty good at it. And if you have a good eye and a good feeling for it, and people always say it's taste. And, yeah. Yeah. So. um Yes, I do understand the pain, and I think the one thing Monotony. about yeah, but, yeah. But, but but that's why you have a podcast like this, yeah. or I have board games where I know that yes, it is a grind. Like I'm literally editing every night. Let me tell my schedule seriously. I wake up six ish, take care of the kids in the morning, work regular work nine to five, yep. nine to six. Take care of the kids between six eight thirty. Work t- from eight thirty to midnight every day. This is my schedule every day. <laughs> and board games, once in a while, sneak in a game, uh, an edit in the middle of the day. COVID helped a lot with that, honestly, working from home, not having to go to an office. But um, 
you know, most of the time you're working for pay. But like, you just, you have to believe what it's you're grind. doing. You have to believe in what you're doing. Um, down That's the it. line, I mean, board games is what's consistently the, growing. Where are you going to? I would like, what's the angle? Like, yeah, like yeah. you're consistently growing. Like, where do you want to see For the it? show itself, okay, yeah. I'll tell you like, goal for board games and goal for just overall about sure we're in that space i would i i I message this a lot of times in the comments i want this show to be an international show and Mm. not a licensed international show yet i traveling i want us to travel i want it but i want it to be not just like oh we're in paris i want to go to like that podunk place in like oklahoma we go on somebody's like porch hey are you bored like i want to be random yes i want and honestly i really want the fans to dictate that in fun ways oh. i would love like we have one like guy or... oh, this is gonna be a shout out i think um i think his name's alex he's in uh, uh north carolina i want to say this dude messages all the time comments all the time he says he's bored as f every time he's like come to charlotte and mm. i keep on telling him and i'm serious about it not... flight <laughs> and just so you know when you were messaging you were messaging me kevin once in a while will chime in it's usually me i want so badly to fulfill all of your wishes, because the truth is, I want to. Yeah, yeah. I want to so badly. Um, and to be completely frank, the money we gave you guys to come out here—that that was mostly out of my pocket or, or Kevin, yeah. you know, our pocket yeah. because, you know, our shirts we make a little bit. Really, it's just about brand. Solid awareness. shirts, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. X X X X. On the back, it's, it's all of yeah. uh, some of the best Shmedium. quotes. Yeah. Well, they do run small, everybody, but. You know, I think it's really important um, that, like you know, we were saying, is that we I keep on striving. Kevin keeps on striving. We want to keep, we want to get to that platform. Problem is, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about TikTok algorithm in a second because I think that's very important and just platforms in general. Yeah, um, which is a very tough game because you're at their mercy. It a always bit. changes. It does. Yeah. But overall, what I would love to do, especially in the just online space, because this. Again, like I said, I was never able to get a network to just be like, yeah, we're going to take you. And I'm not saying that can't happen. It can't happen. With, you know, I've heard people say you should do it with board games. The problem is when you lose that control, it's really tough. Mm. Um, because then, say you go for a year on X network, whatever that is, uh, and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're done. And then like you can't well, do anything with it. And then they also have creative control. Like, What if they don't like a segment that you know is funny, all, but they I, have to, they're like, well, no, we're... That company that you jokingly mentioned is a sponsor of our happens a lot all of, the time. Yeah, and I've had that happen myself and Kevin have done different things where we've had that exact problem. Yep, due to cold woke things, due to politics, due to whatever yeah. the case is, it happens a lot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what I would love to do if I had my real choice, uh, and this is outside of film because I do really still want to make films, but um, in this space. I would love board games to be one out of like a conglomerate of a bunch of shows. Whether I would love Kevin to be the host on a number of things, but Kevin and I have had we've pitched so many different shows. We had a show that today would go bonkers online, but yeah. no one would touch. We had a show called Stereotypes, where we pitched. It was the greatest sizzle that you've sounds, ever seen. Yeah, it was amazing. You just go up on the street and you ask people stereotypes and see, and then we'd try. It's MythBusters, but with stereotypes, mm. <laughs> and, you, and you're like, you know, can Asians drive? Like, trying like, to get canceled <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, but but here's the thing. It should like it's so stupid because everyone right. jokes with it. Right? Yeah, like even, like an Asian guy literally said to us, "Asians can't drive." Yeah, so like, we didn't say this. This guy yeah, said yeah. this, and like they're you know, 
I have no problem with the Asian community. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I, no but the but the idea is his wife's no, Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she will tell you first. First, sorry. No, but, yeah, but but it's it's the idea again. It's not. This is a just the world. Stop Asian hate. Stop Asian hate. <laughs> the pro- problem I have with the world sometimes now, especially, is like well, you can't take a joke. Like it's just right. serious. It's yeah. just we're just yeah. we're just joking. Like clearly, I have no problem with anybody. Anybody. I love well, everybody. But it's just a matter of when you have. Things that clearly people want to joke about. Yes. Why can't yes. we just joke about it? I think people are to be huge online. People are so hungry for. That's why people love stand up. Like oh, yeah. as of recent, it's blowing up because yep. that's like get, the last. You can like. You can tweak it. That yeah, way. You the can, last form of like. Edgy freedom and yeah. like oh like I don't know because I think that most people it's still relatable. People yeah. still talk about it. People still experience it. So anyway, I would love to, you know, whether, you know, the stuff that I've built with Kevin, I would love to do more of that. We had a, sh- a game show. Uh, it wasn't a game show. It was something Kevin came up with called a Man versus Machine. The whole idea is you take things like, you know, we keep on talking about AI or different things taking over. Uh, and so we, we, we had like, we did a sizzle with a, the Apple HomePod. It's just like a speaker. Oh, okay. And, and, we, and we, we just saw... Man versus me can't. What what can it do that Kevin can't? What can Kevin do that it can't? And it was just like ridiculous. And we did like sketches. I guess we did a spelling. We did a spelling. We did a spelling. Um, what should we call it? A um, spelling bee. A spelling. We yeah. We did a spelling bee between Kevin and essentially uh, Siri. Uh, off of the good. thing, and it was, and I played the judge, and it was, it was just like we went right into a sketch. It it would be amazing, and and I think that. I wanted, we need, you know, as they always say, you need one thing to hit. Like, for example, if you guys want to do a bunch of podcasts and produce a bunch of them, if this one doesn't hit or the yeah. one pilot, it's hard to keep building on. So you need one to start. And this was our, I still really believe in the show. It's, uh, so to, to back to the TikTok thing, we were going pretty fast on TikTok and then it slowed down dramatically. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, our goal right now is, is we need sponsors. You need, you know, you need to have better prizes or we, so everything uh, from that to just paying us to do it because we're do I'm doing everything free. Yeah. I, I'm losing money. In fact. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 and yeah, whenever you watch our show, you'll see that some of our prizes are goofy, but realize even Not us getting prize. that, yeah, this wasn't free. Yeah. And I, I could have gotten some used and some in the back. No, no. I made sure I got that from, nice hat. from Lids. Anyone know Lids? That's L I D Z. Yeah. So I, it was just very, you know, we're we're grinding every day to make it work because we really do believe in it. It's just uh, you're at the mercy. We of, need we, we are the mercy of algorithms. We are at the mercy of uh, just it could be anything. Yeah. Um, but we're as you know, and you've obviously you've been an early adopter. There's something there, and yeah. the fact that you're here. Is a testament to that, and it's also really cool the fact that like we're doing this right now. Well, and uh, you even, know, even when we were in uh, In and Out, one of the people behind the counter was like, "Oh, that's the board games guys." No, yeah, what? You didn't hear I that? No, yeah, that. yeah. Shut the fuck up. The guy at the window that was doing the drive-through go like was talking to a, a coworker, and he goes, "That's the board games uh, guys or guy or whatever." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, I had the huge board game sign, yeah, so they could be like, they're, they're "Oh, that's about you." Yeah, no, but they they yeah. recognized, and yeah, that's so funny. We we've just started getting a few people recognize. In fact, Kevin called me. <laughs> Kevin called me. He was in Santa Monica. He was doing ice skating or something with his kid, and uh, he needed to pay for something extra. I don't know what it was. 
I wasn't there. He just called me and told me this. And he's like, uh, the guy was like, oh, wait a second. You're, you're the board games guy. And yeah. Kevin's used to getting people to say, radio. hey, I saw, yeah, I'm from K-Rock, or maybe I saw you on Shark Tank, because he was on Shark Tank. Oh. For, he has a side company called uh, Pie Wine. Where pie he, wine, okay. Pie wine, where it's uh, it's 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 canned wine specifically to pair with pizza. Um, oh God, I fucking love wine too. Yeah, uh, dude, you, you, you should, yeah, you should, you should have talked to him about that. But it's and uh, no, it's really good. And he's he was on Shark Tank. They didn't get a deal, but got good publicity. And Kevin did an awesome. Oh, yeah. He did a great job. Um, but anyway, so so he usually gets noticed for those things. So then uh, he called me up. He's like, you should just know that uh, I got something free from from. Uh, you know, for being for being on the show, and I said to him, I was like, Kevin. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, and he also mentioned that earlier that day he got noticed for his his radio show, and I said, Well, wh- which one did you get the free item in? Yeah, how, and he goes, did you benefit board from? games, and I said, That's correct. Thank you. That's I rest, funny. I rest, I rest my case. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, look uh, for Kevin. I, as I mentioned, that uh, the whole Goodwill hunting, I really, I uh, you know, of course, I want this, you know, for for myself uh, as much as it for for anybody who was a part of the show. I really want it for Kevin. Really, uh, at the end of the day, I know it sounds funny, but it's like that dude's so talented. The fact that he's not, yeah, a oh. Jimmy Kimmel, that he's not like massive, big fish in a small and, and, pond. But kind he's, of. he's he's got it. And anybody who watches that show, they'll know. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, you know, the show does well. We'll see. Um, I think we've been going for a while. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no. I, I was it's, gonna it's just. All good. Should we just finish up? I only have like two more questions. The last one, and then also. Yeah, um, one more. Do that one. For- There was one more before that, but... uh, Come on, Jake. Oh! Do you have a job offer for me? (laughs) Anywhere in uh, L.A.? As what? Editor. Editor. I can can fetch aspirin and... (laughs) Do you actually want to move here? I don't know. I mean, I'm just being... Jokingly, but also like Not just throwing a fishing line here's, out there. Here's, anything. Here's the. I'm gonna just tell you the yeah. the sad truth about the way I feel about LA, and this is. I need it. It's I'm true. Here. People, I remember when I first moved out. Before I moved out, I tried. I sent emails to people. I'm like, hey, by the way, if you have a job offer, I'll I'll come out. I'll move. Right? Yeah. And everyone, no one responded yeah. back. And I was like thinking, what the asshole? Like, yeah. They're not gonna respond to me. Truth is, everybody who makes the leap, I think. Not everybody, but most people feel the same way, I think, where it's, you want this? And if the answer is yes, prove it. you move out here, yeah. then we'll talk. Yeah. yeah. And and by the way, that even that doesn't do anything. It's just the idea of like, how bad do you want it yeah. out here? Now, granted, times have changed. Might not even need to. There's remote work, and I'm happy to, you know, we could definitely discuss. Uh, no, if, and I don't want to put that. Put out no, 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 no. But I'm being serious yeah. in, in the sense of if there's something where I'm like, you know, hey, there's some work. I know you now, so uh, I mean I don't even work. I probably have to take that look at that. I mean you could be a horrible editor. I don't yeah. know. It's pretty um, shitty. It's pretty <laughs> shitty. But, but like it is that idea that sure. Like I really am. I'm a pretty loyal dude to my friends. If there's somebody who's like I need some work, um, and I'm you know it's not for me or the costs don't work. Whatever it doesn't whatever it doesn't match up. Of course I can 100. You're in the Rolodex now. That's cool. that's good to know. Um, I if that's something you want. But in terms of the LA thing, like you want to be really involved here. I always recommend, and like I said, times have changed, but um, you got to move. You got to move. Boots on the ground. Yeah. yeah. I think I had a friend tell me that once. Um, he was just like, before I moved out, he's like, well, do you want to be close to where it's at? And if, if, you know, if this is really what you want to do, that's probably what you want to do. You want to be in politics? Probably want to be in Washington. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
By the way, total side note was uh, when we did when we do the fake the forced proposals. Yeah, oh, brutal. That is the most awkward for me oh, because they looked fuck. they looked to me and they want to know what am I supposed to do now. I don't say a nothing. Word. I yeah. just stare at them. Nothing because my thought the whole idea was he gonna make what it would you do if you right now if you, you and your girl I meet you and you get a ring what do you do? It's a perfect opportunity to propose. Yeah, but, but it's also like one. You know, it's a great story. Then the girl thinks like, "Oh, you set this up." For yeah, me? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but fuck. But yeah, it is. That, it, that was the toughest thing to just keep a straight face because I'm just like, it's brutal. Do something fucking brutal. But yeah, there's a really there's some weird awkward moments that we came in with today. The mistletoe was good. That was that epic. Mistletoe. I was, <laughs> and then you put it over. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man, it's so good. So. Um, okay, last question. Also, just thanks for doing all this. Yeah, thanks awesome. for having us out. Thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for trying to help so promote kind. this. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, thanks for helping us be on the podcast. Yeah. Um, okay, how do you want to be remembered when you're gone? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, when I'm gone from this hotel room after you killed me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you want uh, your body to be disposed? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a traditional burial, I guess. No, just, I don't know, just in general. How do you want to be remembered? Your legacy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tough one. It doesn't have to be crazy deep, but just, nah, I don't know. Um, well, look, uh, I think about, I don't want to tangent this too bad, but no, you're, whatever. I, I, had a, I had a friend in high school one time tell me, in life, you're only going to, you're going to have the choice. You're either going to be really good at your, what you do for work, or you're going to be a really good family guy. And you're mm. going to have to choose that. And to every day, literally, I think about that quote every day, quote. because I think about it. I've been fighting that so hard that I want to be both. And so I would say if I had my choice more than anything is to be remembered as a good dad. And I try to be a good husband too, of course. But um, when you got kids, as you know, it's like you, they the are, you are everything to them. Yeah. And so it's like uh, if you upset your kids, that's the worst feeling in the world. I want to be remembered as a good dad. But yeah, I mean, uh, and of course, like I said, is a good husband too. But I, I think it's really important for me still to still dream, and I'm still dreaming every day. Like I still, I haven't hit what I want. Yeah. And, and I would would it be awesome to be known as the guy who created shows or created movies or made really amazing. I mean, board games is a game show, but it's it, in a way I also look at it as, a, as it's art. If you look at board, if you look at TikTok, if you look at Instagram, people doing weird shit. But like, I've always felt like what. When I made board games with Kevin, I was like, look, my vision for this is I want someone to drop, like, look at it and go, what is this? Mm. And if you have to do that, that is art because you're like, wait, this isn't normal. This isn't just like I'm just living. It's like, wait a second. They have a board, but it looks cheap, but they have it organized, but the guy can't talk. He's in a suit. Like, what's happening? Yeah. There's something cool about that. The original plan. Oh, by the way, I know I'm tangenting, but, but there is a, the original plan for this. I wanted to have the biggest Literally, this is how my dream was. I wanted two guys in suits, like like uh, Men in Black, yep. holding a huge cardboard box where it would fold. It would be like something you'd tuck under and then unfold and then have a spinning wheel. Like that's what I had in my mind. Like create weird. Like you'd have to cross the street and you'd, people would be tugging. It'd be so heavy. That's kind of what I imagined. What the fuck? Yeah, how did you think of that? Because I was just like, it'd be so cool to make it like. You know, when you, when, when, you, when you watch Price is Right or any of these oh, game shows, yeah, yeah, huge yeah, yeah, set yeah. pieces. But can you imagine if you, it's like, you don't think of the, the set street. piece, and then all of a sudden, it's a big set piece. That's hilarious. We might get there someday. But still, like the idea of if you can think that way and create that kind of stuff, I would love to be remembered as a guy who took things to another level yeah. and was able to do it. It's just, um, 
But right now, if 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 I died today, uh, I probably would just be remembered as the good dad. I hope it's legendary. Yeah, that's a great answer. A lot of people can't say that about you know their dads. Oh, that's huge. My dad and I were, we were best friends. So like, and he he died when I was twenty three, hmm. and I always whenever I see kids, do you, do both of you still have your parents? No, I my do, dad. I do. Died when I was twenty two. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Young. Yeah. Were you good? Were you close with him? Uh, yes. So like, my parents. This is a, kind of a tangent, but my parents got divorced when I was like three. I would see him, you know, every other weekend. He had issues with drugs and alcohol. But great dad, though. Like, just, you know, he had his struggles. And then my mom and dad got back together when I was 18. Oh, wow. 19. What a gap. Yeah. Yeah. Was he, like, clean at that point? No, but he just... No. But, you know, when you when you're single, you go hard. But when you're with someone you love... That's kind of the new drug. So, like, he went less hard. and um, But he ended up having... Is that this, a pun? Yeah. <laughs> he ended up having back some complications and other issues and ended up passing away. But it was cool, though, to, like, be in uh, back together as a family. Dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. Um, but what I was saying is that when, you, when, you, when your parents die younger or, you know, younger and you're young, dude, that, that, that hits home. So whenever I see people with their you know parents still around they get to hang out with their dad or mom yeah it would have been like man i, I always think about that because he never gets to meet, meet you know meet his grandkids yeah i was like that would have been something special but you know i just i tell my kids all the time you know this is how it was with me and my dad my dad and i were very very tight so it's very much like if i could do even a, sl- a sliver of what he did for me i've done my job yeah that's and awesome that's, that's really cool what wow. do most people say on the show just what do you guys say We've I we don't never get asked that. Yeah, we oh, never, you're being asked. asked. <laughs> you're being asked. Go ahead. Uh, kind of similar to you. Similar to you, I want to be remembered as a great father, someone that's creative and did good to other people, loyal, respectable. Yeah, that's a good answer, Jake. Sponsored by Kleenex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, when I, when I think about that question, because we ask it all the time, I think you know, I just want to be remembered as someone that was always there to help people whether it was in business, whether it was helping them get into a house. Um, I just want to be a helpful guy and help people, you know, be happy. Why don't you be like the Honda guys? That's what this podcast should be. It's just like another helpful tip or helpful thing from these yeah. guys. Maybe your whole podcast is at the end of everything, you do something to help somebody. By the way, oh, that's I, good. I will say this. That was another thing about board games that I would that say. Out, make it our own idea. Yeah, but, no, go ahead. It's yours. Start of this. It's yours. I'm helping you too. But no, it's true though. Um, that was one thing I always wanted to do in terms of game shows or movies or anything. I always wanted to be a positive. Like I don't like, uh, like just things that don't matter. Yeah. If somebody like I thought board games it's goofy, but we made people's days better today. Oh, I guarantee yeah. you. Today. Oh yeah. People are like, hey, I remember and that the time people that watch. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We're carrying their boredom and you know making them happier. Just but, think about like everyone we talked to today is like they're gonna go back because we talked to a lot of like college students. They're gonna yeah. go back to their roommates, but like, guys, you're never gonna believe what, what happened the fuck just that? happened. Yeah. To me. That's exactly true. But and we've made somebody's like now they just had a good experience. So I think that you could make that your if that's really your your collective mission. It is, yeah. Like I just yeah. want to help you. You should you should be like, look, find people, and then uh, other than obviously, what's cool is like you have um, you could you know promote. You know, like for example, uh, you know, we have our little coin connections. That's like the one uh, good, our, our solid contact that like keeps on giving us prizes. Maybe you can find those people and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to help out this company that I want to help out. Or 
maybe you have a, I don't know, maybe you have a real estate agent friend in a different city or something. Yeah. I feel like we have a ton of connections of that addicts. we don't utilize. You should. Of what? Addicts. Addicts? I, I feel like we could get like addicts on and be like, yo, but what, like, wanna, like, what your story? How did yeah, you I don't get through it? Like, them, but, 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 but clinically, I don't know if you can help these people. That's yeah. a good point. It's, but it's, I'm saying, you but, can't cure I mean, it, unless you're like, we have a bunch of cocaine. We're gonna yeah, yeah, you're gonna have cocaine. a great weekend. We're gonna staring contest. Go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, just, I can talk the longest. Yeah. <laughs> go. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that it is very important that you got. Like I said, I think that that's an that's an awesome thing. If that is what you both feel that you want to do is help people, you know, people remember you for that. You can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, think about it, what do you. Have? couple hundred right now followers by the time this airs will be between tiktok and instagram and youtube 300 maybe yeah our views get more than our our view we get like five thousand views on clips and stuff yeah consistently i've i've had a couple shows very similar in vein of what i want to do which is exactly that is just help people through different ways but again if it's their humor or if it's like you said maybe you have connections maybe you hook people up Here's a plumber. Here's somebody who needs it. You bring them both on the show. They become. They get a free, a free consultation because they went on your show. That'd be a good idea. That's pretty cool. Um, guys, we could do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah just I, brainstorm I, with Mark. Yeah. No, I just I think that it's it's a noble thing, and people do. If it's not some, if they're not laughing, people want to feel good. Right. Especially now, dude. Oh, My TikTok dude, yeah. algorithm, like board games. Here's the board games algorithm that is fed to me. As I'm flowing through that's not board games related, it is a brutal, disgusting world. Yeah. With all these wars and oh, all this yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. bro, you oh. just start sliding and you're just like, yeah. man, everyone, the world sucks. But, but here's the thing. I don't think I don't think most people are like that. If you get people no. in, in the same room yeah. in a weird hotel, Good. they become friends. Catch me on like a Saturday night just watching like soldiers coming home to their dogs adults. It is so funny. Adults, like kids seeing their mom or dads like at, in, at their play and they see him in the audience and they're like eh, and you're just like <laughs> if anybody ever wants to know Fuck. this is what I tell my wife it's funny you said that if you ever want to watch me cry I mean I can't I don't oh, cry I don't, I don't cry at funerals you you put me in front of soldiers coming home oh gets me every dude, time I die just a heart I die boner. I remember being at work on a slow day and I Fuck. remember just people walking I'm just, I'm yeah it's nothing no what in the <laughs> playboy mansion yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, stop. Playmates. put your clothes back on oh. <laughs> put your clothes back on but it, yeah and that was just a half but it was just like such a it, it is so it, it is so touching because especially especially with kids because I always oh. that's what I'm saying it's like you always look at them and you go Especially, you know, with all the stuff that's going on in war and stuff like any kid who gets hurt, I just go to myself, man, like they did nothing. They're just kids. Yeah. Yeah. And so like your father goes away or your mom goes away to the war, comes back and they're just like so desperate for like any attention. Connection. That's why it's like, you know, you're. Have you gone on vacation away from your kid yet? Not once yet. I mean, I this is, I mean well, vacation. This is it. I did it. <laughs> Vac- no. Your kid's going to be so happy to see you when you get back. You'd think, right? But he's a golden retriever. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like... He's I mean, he the missed, happiest, cutest kid I've ever yeah, met. Yeah, I don't know like, what happened. How? But yeah, he he's just happy to be anywhere with anybody. But he, yeah, I'm sure he misses me, but yeah, he's, he's just you watch. Let's put a bet down. Here we go. Oh, how much you want to put? Well, I'll put he, a good amount. Uh, well, like, he'll... Like, when I get home, he's like, Dada! But Dude, I bet it won't be the same Dada as when I... He's FaceTiming his kid last night on her way back. We're in Malibu. And Felix is like, Dada, 
Oh dad, like, God. dude, that dude misses that you. That's adorable. Yeah, he He's misses like you. He's like the best kid, too. I don't know what. Funny thing weird. is, he was actually looking at Brady at that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasn't dad, even, dad? Didn't even know it was his father. Yeah. Weirdly similar eyes. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it, well, and then on my side, like, my cat just pisses on the counter when I'm yeah. down. So. On FaceTime. Yeah. On <laughs> FaceTime. With eye contact, yeah. asserting yeah. dominance. <laughs> um, Fucking separation anxiety but cat. I, yeah. I, I, I think what you just said was awesome. I'm surprised nobody has ever asked you that. What? On your show, of what right? your thing. I'm oh. curious, what do other people say? A lot of people say, like, I just want to be known as, like, a happy person. But like, they don't want to talk yeah. about their families? They don't care about that shit? No, I think well, they... It just depends on who we have on. They do. A lot of them are, like, younger and don't have families. Oh, but, like, also, like... The people... A are, lot of people don't reflect on that. Because you're what? How old are you? 38? Eight. Yeah. So, it's, like, a lot of people we have on, it's, it's not something you just think about in passing often. A lot of, like, a lot of people are just on autopilot and just do the day-to-day mundane stuff and don't think... Big too picture, deep. like below surface level hmm. it's interesting i mean if you watch our show what usually happens is when people say what do you want more than anything in the world money money. Says money yeah do you know how much that drives me crazy editing that's what it? i said it drives me crazy it every is. time and i'm not that's what we're I, don't, supposed I don't hate on like look everybody needs money i get it and they when they see a prize box that's what they expect oh, but, but I, it's just yeah. like a vacation for my wife and I. Like, like that would be mean. Like, oh, I want to do something. Maybe that they has want the money to do to that. To do something. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, but that's but that's different. Like, what I'm saying is, you know, you go on a game show. Like, yeah, it's great to win money. But like, if if you could say that I went on the game show and I won, I don't know. There's value to it. That's all I'm saying. Well, and I was telling my coworker, maybe it was you, someone, where I was like, uh, you know. I wanted to make more money. So I made more money because I thought that's why I was stressed and like, you know, I was a little like depressed or whatever. And so I, like, anyways, I made more money, but I was still the same. And I was like, oh, it's obviously not in the scale of like, you know, actors and celebrities, but it's like, it's not the cure all to, you know, your problems. Do you ever hear that amazing? I'm going to butcher this anecdote, but it was the. There's, you know, this guy on an island, he's just chilling on an island, super poor, just sitting on there. And some guy comes up to him, he's like, look, you you have bananas there. He's like, yeah. He's like, why don't you sell those bananas? And he's like, well, why would I do that? And he's like, well, you can get a whole banana store and then you can you can sell more bananas. And he's like, oh, what am I going to do that? Well, then you can make enough money that you can go and, and then make more banana stores and whatever. And then he's like, well, why would I do that? So then you can, like, sell so many bananas that you don't ever have to work again. And, then where would I, and he's like, where would I live? Well, you live... Right here. Yeah. <laughs> you literally don't have to do any of that to do, to do what you're doing right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's all gratitude and anyways. I think, uh, yeah. I think you guys are on to something. I, I hope you guys are. I'm happy. Phone call away. Uh, and I'll, you can actually take my real number, not just on Instagram. But I didn't want uh, to bother you with that. Because he asked me, he's like, do you guys just talk over Instagram? I'm like, you yeah. Can want those I feel like I just miss DMs all the time. Now that I know yeah. that I, well, uh, time. Can We've been still, murdered yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we, we'll see what actually happens. Yeah. But. Um, no, you guys can hit me up anytime. I mean, appreciate that. You're friends of the show. Now. You you are the guy. You are the guys who who made came it. from Minnesota. You did it. Started from the bottom. Was it worth it? Now we here. Yeah. Now, awesome. awesome. now when you guys get like bigger, we'll have to come out again and do it again. And I want to come out to you. You don't want to come. come to you don't want to. I do. Yeah. I'm a Midwest guy. I'd rather. Oh yeah, he probably does want to come. I mean, you can go to winter. No, 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 no. We'll go to Orock. Orock would be cool. Yeah. I'd rather be like. You invite us out again, and that way I'd be like, babe, 
I gotta I have to go. <laughs> we can make up a fake fake account. The best I'm this for we, us. we invite Jake's fiance only. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I'm uh, stuck at home. Jean, Jean's like, Jake, yeah. I, I have to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you fucker. We got something, guys. You'll bring in the my girlfriend. Like, we'll just completely we'll just swap. Wow. <laughs> They're playing chess. We're playing checkers. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Um, all Where right. can people find you? Uh, Everywhere. Board games at board games show. Uh, myself, you could just find me at mine, Mark Morgan Official, M A R C Morgan Official. I also have uh, my my personal TikTok. We didn't get into that, but I don't know if you want. It's yeah. a M A R C K Y M O R G Morg. Um, before I did, the reason we even started on TikTok is because a casting director friend of mine told me he's like, you should be on TikTok, and I was like, I'm old. No one gives a shit about me. That's right. And, and he's like, he's like, no, no, go on this thing. So I made it, and my biggest thing was doing movie pitches hmm. i would come up with just movie pitches and and make a fun pitch for it out of things i would like to watch sequels that i think were worth it and i got good virality on it but um and then i kind of stopped because i was like well it wasn't really doing much for me it was kind of self-serving in a lot of ways because it was like it was just me i was much happier having kevin be the guy yeah <laughs> and I, me just producing the thing yeah cool That's funny um, thank you so much. Yeah, yes, thank Mark you. Awesome. This is awesome. Super cool. Yeah. We, we we hope that the next time we talk and we have to do this again, uh, we might be in a our studio. numbers will be a lot Hopefully, higher. Yeah. We'll have lots of sponsors going. Yeah, yeah that'd be better sweet. studio. No, no, this is this is this is cool. I just woke up some people. It's good enough. Yeah. Relations. Um, like, comment, subscribe. See you next time. <laughs>